Welcome to Hollywood 2.0. This is Peter Katz. I'm going to be talking to Zach Dugau, the founder and CEO of Instacator, a platform that creates a much more interactive TV experience by letting fans compete against each other to predict what will happen next on their favorite TV shows. Let's say, for instance, you weren't an entrepreneur, but you were a showrunner for a major TV show. How would you use all this information to influence your choices and how you collaborate with your staff of writers? I think what I would do is I would lay out this information on the table, okay? And I would say, hey, guys, here's this information, and this is, you know, legitimate data, and here's what people think about this and this and this and this, okay? And this provides us valuable feedback. All right, now let's, let's use this data. That doesn't mean we have to kind of placate the audience, but let's be mindful of what they're thinking and use this to now write even more engaging storylines or more compelling audience. But where I think that will, it will certainly provide valuable is when there's no opinions on a certain character, couple or storyline or engagement. And it's like if people don't have an opinion, either positive, negative or otherwise, about some component, you could look at it and say, okay, well, we've got these eight different, you know, um, you know, um, relationships going on in this in this program or these eight different kind of plot lines going on and really there's a lot of engagement around seven of them but one of them there's really not much so maybe we need to focus on these seven plot lines way more because there's very very few opinions that even are created or matter or are relevant for for this one storyline if you see what i'm saying since a lot of this information shows what an audience thinks is going to happen next a writer could use this to their advantage when they're trying to create misdirection in the plot of a series oh yeah oh absolutely definitely keep people on their toes how do people discover this community and who are the hardcore users yeah so we generally we partner up with a lot of the engaged fan communities so like um the vampire diaries online and winchester brothers and a lot of other hyper-engaged fan communities, also like Cheesehead TV, which is a Green Bay Packer community. But So we're partnering up where the fans are, the engaged fans are, um, Game of Thrones. And so we're partnering up with those social fan communities. And what we're finding is the people who run those Facebook fan pages or Twitter accounts are super excited to create content in the Instacator experience that then allows all of their fans to engage with content they've created. And so it's a natural fan for us. So that's really where a lot of our users come from. It's generally from these already existing, but like not proper solutions for fan engagement for specific communities. And they're just embracing the platform, which has been really fantastic to see. What are your selling points to them? That people get to engage with content they've created in their brand. So if you go to Instacator, you know, and you're the Winchester Brothers, the Vampire Diaries, or your Pretty Little Liars, or your Game of Thrones, and you run a community in that, you can promote your brand. So you can be Vampire Diaries online. And then all of these questions and content you create, um, when fans are getting you know, emails with all these different cool questions or push notifications or engagement points, it's your fan community. It's really another place for the content creator to live. So if I'm one of these fan communities, just take like a, a, a Vampire Diaries, I can have my Facebook fan page, I can have my Twitter account, I can have my website, and I can have my Instacator community. And then I, these are all different ways for me to touch on engagement with my fans. And are there any competitors that are coming after the same community and serve a similar enough uh, function that you're trying to scale faster than them? So, you know, there's been, um, there's one or two people, competitors that I would be hard pressed to say that other communities uh, or other platforms that do things just like check in and talk like a Viggle are competitors because it's really not a similar user experience. Yeah. 
they're approaching fans in different ways. That's exactly right. You know, so it's really a very different experience to go into Facebook and, and, and just type something about a show or to go into like a, a GoMiso or a Beamly. It's a very different experience. You know, ours is really more of a, a gamified experience. When you watch a lot of TV, you do want to interact with other people watching, whether or not your friends or strangers. And sometimes you throw something on Facebook. What do you think about this? But it gets lost in a lot of noise. In a lot of ways, Facebook reminds me of Walmart. You could find pretty much everything you need, but it doesn't have this boutique thing which really serves your niche needs. That's exactly right. And we, we've, when we sit down and we interview our users and we do that weekly, that's one big thing we hear. When we call that uncategorized chatter. So Twitter and Facebook are really good. It's uncategorized chatter. So I have no way of projecting that because it gets lost in the news feed and the all the day life of a million other things that are going on in Twitter and Facebook. So it's to use your example, like Walmart, you know, if I'm going to buy a, an Xbox game or a DVD, yeah, sure, I could go to Walmart and try to sift through and find the area and there's a million things going on. Or I could go to GameStop, you know, I could go to that specialized boutique has exactly what I'm looking for and it has a wider variety and, that, and that's easier for me to, um, to navigate and, and get across what I want to get across. When there isn't that level of curation of content experience, you can enjoy it, but if you really want to geek out on something and get specific, it's hard to scratch that itch. Yeah, I think that just in general on the internet, the you know, not too specific where there's not enough people to engage with it, but the more specific engagement communities, they, they'll continue to do well because there's a lot of those highly engaged fans that, that don't want the very bland level of engagement on their on their on a certain topic like you would if you posted it to Facebook that you want that engaged audience around these you know your fan community or these different TV show communities and you don't want you know uh, to that get lost in somebody posting about like oh I just hung up a picture on my wall and isn't that fantastic because you just kind of get people just get overwhelmed with with content and end up just disregarding 95% of it what has your community manager learned as they interacted with so many different fan communities on your platform? Say, uh, our community manager, Emily, has probably learned that, and one thing that I've learned as well, is that people have subsets of communities of friends, if you will. So one thing that we found is that when we're interviewing people, we say, hey, do you, do you share Instacator with your friends? Okay, and more often than not, they're not sharing it with what like some people would call friends, meaning like this is a person I've met in, in, in the real in the physical world and shook their hand. But they say that, oh, I'm friends with these different people who I've met on Twitter, like these Twitter handles. And we talk all the time through Twitter, and I've definitely shared it with them. So they're they're internet friends they've shared Instacator with and they really loved engaging with. So it's like I kind of have these two social worlds, if you will. I've got my social world of people that I that I engage with on a, on a daily basis or on a real world basis or people I went to high school or college or played sports with. And then I've got my internet friends. And maybe that internet friend is somebody who I just started engaging with in Twitter because they tweeted something and I thought, oh my God, this is another super engaged fan. And we started talking back and forth, if you will. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hollywood 2.0. Make sure to tweet at me at PeterCats1. And if you want to check out more episodes, go to iTunes and SoundCloud.